You are listening to Feast Radio, bringing God's love and grace on air. Listen to significant and heartfelt messages you can reflect on and pray about. May this message help prepare you to face challenges, follow your dreams, and open yourself up to God's unlimited blessings. I want you to touch as many people as you can and say that in Jesus' name, you are free. In Jesus' name, you are free. Whatever is plaguing you and, 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 and trapping you in that prison, Jesus has freed you from that. I want you to walk in that declaration that Jesus has indeed given you the freedom. Again, how many of you are blessed that you are here today? Praise God. Thank you also for those of you joining us online. Can I invite everybody to lift up both hands in the air as we declare the abundance of God in our life, in our situations. Say this with me. Today, I receive all of God's love for me. Today, I open myself to the unbounded, limitless, overflowing abundance of God's universe. Today, I open myself to God's blessings, healing, and miracles. Today, I open myself to God's Word so that I become more like Jesus every day. Today, I proclaim that I'm God's beloved, I am God's servant, and I'm God's powerful champion. I want you to shout this out. And because I am blessed, I am blessing the world. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You know, usually it's during this part that we break open the word, but we're not going to do that for, for just just yet, because I want you to take your seats for a few moments. We got a very special message for you today. I know that some of you here come because you heard about you know the, the feast and this beautiful community, and maybe some of you even heard about Brother Bo Sanchez, and you wanted to see him up close and personal to actually see you know how good looking he is in person. But you know sometimes. We're not always available to preach. And you don't really come here because of the messenger. You come here because of the message that God will preach over you, right? And so we got a little video, a little video greeting, an introduction, so to speak, for Talk 7. I hope you give your full attention to the screen right now. Thank you. Question. Do you want to live in freedom do you want to experience abundance in every area of your life raise your hand if you do don't just raise your hand wave at me everybody wave at me that's wonderful I've got good news for you what is the good news you're not alone in wanting that you live a full life I'm telling you now God wants you to live a full life I need you to do this Put your hand over your chest and declare the truth. Just make it first person and say, God wants me to live a full life. Say that. Declare that. God wants me to live a full life. One more time. God wants me to live a full life. Turn to somebody beside you. Encourage that person and say, God wants you to live a full life. One more time. God wants you to live a full life. Give the Lord a big hand, everybody. Everybody, thank God. Thank God. This is so wonderful. Wonderful. I want to say thank you that I'm able, you're giving me this opportunity, even just by video, to do a little short intro to the talk 
that we will be having today, which is amazing, powerful, controversial, but you know, if it's not going to be given by the feast, who else will do it? So you need to hear this life-changing talk. So are you ready? Here's the little intro. By the way, I needed to do it via, via video because I had to leave the country again, but I hope to see you this coming week. So here we go. Ready? For the past 17 years, I have been teaching people how to gain financial freedom. And to gain financial freedom, they need to follow certain rules, simple rules. Which is my question to you. This does not apply only in the area of finance, but in every other area of your life. If you want to be successful in your career, in your physical health, there are certain rules that you have to follow if you want success. If you don't want success, then you don't need to follow the rules. Same thing here. I teach people simple financial rules to retire rich, right? And I've been doing it for so long that I actually see the lives of people when they follow the rules, they become millionaires. People who don't follow the rules, they end up poor. I'll give you a sample. I, I cannot give you all the rules, right? <laughs> um, but let me give you, you know, two out of the many simple rules. These two rules you already know. I'm sure you know. You've heard this. You've read this. You even probably told other people about it. And uh, they're simple, but they're not easy to do. Number one, stop borrowing and live below your means. Okay, right? Um, yeah, <laughs> do not be trapped in consumer debt. Get rid of it. You know, you don't want that. You don't want the greatest miracle in the world compounding interest to be your enemy. You want it to be your ally. But when you borrow, you're making it your enemy, this greatest force, according to Albert Einstein. So live below your means. So if you do use your credit card, pay it at the end of the month. Do not borrow from your credit card, just use it. Number two, you've heard this before. Invest 20% of your income every single month consistently. If you do this and if you invest it in the right way, here's what's going to happen you will end up as a millionaire. Now, over time, okay, over time, 20 years, 30 years, over time, it's gonna happen. It's so important for you to earn money, of course, but more than earning money, it's what you keep from what you earn that's more important because this is what will, you know, spell your future. Now, here's the thing. Oh, by the way, just, just a little, little story. I was in Tel Aviv, Israel two weeks ago. I was walking in the, in the street and then somebody recognized me, a Filipino, a Filipina, and she was just so happy. Brother Bo! You know what I mean? And, and so she, she, she you know, greeted me and, and the first thing she told me was music to my ears. She said, Brother Bo, because of you, I am investing in the stock market and I've been doing it for a number of years. And I said, whoa, so happy, so happy. I'll tell you why. Because I have personally met many OFWs who did not do that. You know, working 20, 30 years abroad only to come home poor, broke. And it, it's a tragedy, tragic story. This woman that I met in Tel Aviv, she's not going to make that mistake. And so it's beautiful, right? So, so here's the thing. Um, 
are these two, like the two sampling of rules I gave you, are those two rules, will they constrict you? Will they limit your freedom? Will they crimp your style, your spontaneity? And yes, you know, let's admit it. From one perspective, yes, it's true. The problem is this, that perspective becomes your reality and you're, get, you're going to be bummed out, right? I'm going to introduce to you another perspective. What if, from another perspective, rules create freedom? Bec yes, they, they create, it's like, what? How? Well, if you follow these simple rules, like you, you follow all the rules that I'll tell you uh, for, for, so that you will gain financial freedom, here's what's going to happen. You will grow older but richer and you will have you know money to do what you want to do and you'll be able to treat your kids to a barakai trip and and your your grandkids you know that you'll have money you'll 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 be generous even until you grow older i have another story to tell you last year a friend of mine called me up she's in her 70s and she said brother bo i need to tell you just to inform you I, I wrote my last will and testament, she said. And she said, um, if God calls me, when God calls me home, she said this, Anna Wim, your ministry for the abandoned elderly will receive 10% of my money. And I said, whoa. Now that woman, that friend of mine, managed her money very well. And so well that even when she dies, she continues to be generous. It's like, whoa, <laughs> that's amazing. But if you do not follow these rules, what if you say, I don't like these, you know, you live below your means and invest 20%. Hello, I want to live. I want to live today. I want to spend. I want to buy this. And now, you know, and so you, you shun these rules. Guess what? A time will come when you will be depending on your kids and your relatives for your food and for your medicine and is that freedom and the answer is no it's misery poverty is bondage and so what am i saying i'm saying that laws don't restrain you laws release you to your abundance now this is just one example your finances your financial life now take those rules the concept of rules, the concept of laws, and see that it applies in every other area of your life. And today, talk seven and talk eight, we will be talking about the laws, holiness laws, in Leviticus 18, 19, and 20. So if you are ready to change your life and to receive God's word, I want you to open your heart and say, yes, Lord, speak to me today. I want you to all stand up. We will begin by raising our hands and honoring the Word of God. Thy Word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Thank you, Jesus. And today we start by reading the Word from Leviticus. It will be on your screen. I want you to read it together with me. Leviticus chapter 18, verse 2 to 5. Give the following instructions to the people of Israel. I am the Lord your God. So do not act like the people in Egypt where you used to live. 
or like the people of Canaan, where I am taking you. You must not imitate their way of life. You must obey my regulations and be careful to obey my decrees. For I am the Lord your God. If you obey my decrees and my regulations, you will find life through them. I am the Lord. I'd like us to just dwell on that line for a while. You will find life through them. Can you say that again? Can, but I want it in the first person perspective. Can you say this? I will find life through them. I love what Brother Bo said that rules and laws are actually designed by God. Not to limit you, but to actually allow you to live a full life. But many years back, I don't agree with that, especially when I was a teenager. I felt that the rules and the laws of my parents were a bummer. Killjoy naman, ma. Bakit di pwede? Yung kalayaan ko. But now that as I'm maturing in my faith and now that I'm also I'm a father, I realize rules and laws are important, especially if you have children and if you love your children. Because there are things that in your maturity and in your capacity, there are things that you can perceive that they cannot yet. Do you agree? And I believe that with God, in His maturity, in His infinite wisdom, He has things that He can perceive already that you cannot yet perceive. That's why He is establishing a framework for you to operate so that you could live a full life. Do you agree? And just a short background about this verse. He, the verse mentioned about the Egyptians, the neighbors in the past, and the future neighbors, the Canaanites. God was saying, do not live like them. Because you know what? The prevailing norm back then for the Egyptians and the Canaans, Canaanites were pagan rituals. And those pagan rituals included and involved sexual acts. We will talk more about that later. So that's why God is telling them, my children in this world where this is the norm, you see it on TV, you watch it everywhere, you see people doing it, then it must be justification enough for you to say that they're doing it, they think it's good, then it probably must be good, but God is telling you otherwise today. My laws are here so that I can ensure that you will have a full life. Amen? Can you put your hands on your hearts? I want you to pray with me. Almighty Father, open my heart to receive your laws with openness and trust. May they change my life for the better. This I ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's raise our hands to the Word of God and sing. Thy Word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Give the Lord a big hand in praise and praise His name. You may take your seats. And as you are sitting down, I want you to touch the person beside you or smile at the person beside you and tell that person, this talk is going to be good. And a little bit later, you will know why. So going back to the context of the verse that we were reading, God was telling them that you, you need not live the way that the world lives in today. Specifically in the way that the Canaanites and the Egyptians were worshiping God. Because coming from, do you remember our talk last week? It was about the word A, atonement. 
So it was the start over for the Israelites. Now God was teaching them that if it's your start over, I'm calling you now to holiness. And one word for holiness is also being set apart. So now, if you're already set apart for God, how should we live? That is the question God was asking them. And that's what we will discuss today in the next verses of Leviticus. This will be the topic of, of the talk today. We will talk about... Can we move to the next slide, please? Okay. Ayan. The, number one is the laws on sex. Number two is the laws on the Sabbath. Number three is the laws on society. Number four is the laws on human sacrifice. And number five is the laws on superstition. Leviticus 18 to 20 has so many laws. Wala po tayong time para tapusin lahat yan today. So we will start with item number one. The laws on sex. Can you say that word with me? Sex. Awkward, no? There was one time, there was a little girl, around three, four, five years old, went to, his, to her mother in the morning. And he asked her mother, Mommy, can you tell me about sex? What it is and what is it about? The mother was shocked. Oh my God, what do I tell my young daughter? She's too young to even comprehend this. How do I explain the complexity of this? I know my answer, the mother told him herself. Baby, go to your dad and ask him. So the little girl went to the dad. So the, the little girl asked the same thing, Daddy, can you tell me more about sex and what it is and what is it about? And, and the dad also started scratching his head. What do I do? Ano gagawin ko dito? Paano ko sasabihin to? Sabi niya. Bigla niya, bigla niya naisip. Uh, honey, can you spell that for me first? Oh, it's S-E-C-T-S. The dad was relieved. Ah, sex. Okay, I get it. But would you agree with me na medyo tabu sa ating mga Pinoy itong usapan na to? That's why today I'm glad and I'm excited. This is a very difficult talk, actually preparing for this. But I'm excited because here at the Feast, we are not afraid to talk about topics like this. And I wanted to bring to you in the truth that it is, that it is according to the Bible and according to our faith dictated by the Catholic Church. Because here's the reality. Who are parents here? Can you raise your hands? Thank you. What you learn here, you can pass on to your children. When they ask you, just ask them first to spell it for you so that you know it's the right thing you're talking about, okay? So, because kapag hindi nila dito natutunan yan or hindi na sa atin natutunan yan, they will find ways because of their curiosity to discover the meaning of those things. And sadly, kapag nakuha yan sa mainstream media, sa social media, sa movies and everything, their view will be distorted. Do you agree? That's why... I love it that we get to talk about it here because here's our first declaration. Sex is not evil, bad, or dirty. Sex is God's idea. Sex is good. And the purpose of God for sex is to bring forth life in two ways. One, physically through a newborn baby. Diba? Look at the person beside you. That beautiful person originated from a wonderful act of love. Meron ba sa inyo na tumubo na lang, tapos napulot ng magulang nyo? Di ba wala? So, it must be good because it brings life to more people, beautiful people, if I may add. Next purpose of God is spiritually, 
it can bless couples, married couples, who are in marriage here. Ayan. By uniting you in love. I love it because the Catholic Church declares that sex in its God-given design is both procreative and unitive. It creates life and also unites the life of married couples. Diba? Naranasan po namin yan eh. Nag-away kami mag-asawa. Ang tip sa amin ni Brother Didoy at ni Sis Mayi, sabi nila, nag-away kayo, hindi kayo nagpansinan. May mangyari sa gabi, sabi niya. Kahit hindi kayo nagpapansinan, tingin niyo kinabukasan, mag-away pa ba kayo? Tilinay namin, hindi na. <laughs> because it's unitive. The, the challenge of marriage is hard. The challenges of raising a family, running a household is hard. But I believe this God designed something so good and so pleasurable so that even when you are fighting each other, you get to do something that unites you. Do you agree? May mga mag-asawa ba dito magkaaway? Alam na. Okay, rated SPG na. Sorry, guys. Okay. So, let's go on to the more examples of laws on sex in Leviticus. Four examples that we will look today. Example number one, very quickly, against incest. Let's read a verse from Leviticus chapter 18, verse 6. You must never have sexual relations with a close relative, for I am the Lord. For obvious reasons, nowadays, medyo obvious na sa atin ito. Kasi we also know that genetically, chances of genetic diseases can happen. It can also ruin family relationships. But do you know, in the context of the Israelites back then, this was something new to them. Because the prevailing norm was, the Egyptians believed that their gods, the gods that they were praising, were gods that did marrying and incest and intermarriage with their Relative. So they did the same. They married their daughters, they married their brothers, siblings got married, cousins got married. So God was teaching them to worship in a new way. This must not be part of your norms already. So in a very real way, this also happens today. That's why we, I want to thank you on behalf of our Jeremiah ministry. This ministry, uh, we fund this ministry through your giving. They are a shelter for abused and uh, assaulted, sexually assaulted people, especially young ones. Do you know that we have their victims as young as nine years old that were raped by either their father, uncles, neighbors? And that act alone has broken them. So we, 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 we love them, we give them a home so that they could be brought to their healing. So that's, that's the difficulty of what's happening. That's, I think that's why it's clear na hindi talaga pwede yan according to God. Because at the heart of these laws on sex about incest, God is telling us, God's desire is to protect the sexual dignity of every person and the sacred relationship of every family. Amen? So go, let's go on to the second example. Example number two, against adultery. Sabi sa Leviticus 18, chapter 20, Do not defile yourself by having sexual intercourse with your neighbor's wife. Pero I'd like to point on the first part. Did you notice? Do not defile yourself. The damage when adultery happens begin with yourself. Now, I guess some of you are a little bit familiar at the macro level of how adultery leads to Broken families and how broken families leads to uh, children not having sufficient love from mother and a father raising them. And how that 
contributes to crime rate and how that contributes to society in general. I'm sure you, a little bit you know those facts. Agree? Because adultery destroys yourself and your family. But today, I'd like to share something different because I experienced this firsthand. Hindi po ako nag-adultery. Baka nanonood yung asawa ko, Diyos ko Lord. So, pero, diba, for those of you who know my background, I came from a broken family. We were the second family of our dad. Later on, we found out we're not the second family. We're actually the fourth family. So, but this is sensitive to me, but I, I, I have a little request. I, I'm sharing this not for you to hate my dad or to judge them. I have forgiven him. He's a great father to me. But I want to share you the, the first-hand observation that I saw with his life and with my life and how it has affected our family. Nung medyo matanda na po yung tatay ko, we go out on dates. I also go out on dates with my mom because Brother Bo taught us that, to build relationship with your parents. Give them time. They want time. So, a lot of times, I will give my dad a portion of my income and tell him, oh, daddy, oh, panggastos. He will always decline and say, hindi, tago mo na yan. Another time, I'll tell him, oh, you don't want to buy clothes? Do you want to eat somewhere? Ganyan, ah, hindi, okay na ako. Tabi mo na yan. And he will always say, after itabi mo na yan, he will always tell me, ibigay mo na lang sa mami mo. Bumawi ka sa mami mo. At another particular time, because I was already accepted by the first family, the first family invited me, my siblings and everyone, to a trip to Palawan. We were also inviting our dad. Ayaw sumama ni daddy. He, he kept saying, wala magbabantay sa bahay. Eh daddy may lak naman, di ba? Pero parang ayaw niya. Parang later on, I was processing, I was processing, processing. I realized that maybe because of the sins that he has caused in his life, now that he's old and the libido is gone, the remorse started com- coming in. So that's how I interpreted it. Na ngayon, kahit nandyan kami, we want to pour out love for him. It's difficult for him to accept. So I think firsthand, that would be the effect of adultery to you. So husbands here, boyfriends here, can you raise your hands? Ayan. Can we help out each other? Can we pray for each other? So that we would be the most loyal, most loving, most caring husbands and fathers that we could ever be. Amen? Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. That's why community is here. That's why the feast is here. Because we help out each other and we journey closer to God. Example number three. Hang hilap talaga ng talk na to, guys. Kaya po binigay sa akin talaga to ni Odi. <laughs> it's against sex with the same gender. Leviticus 18.22 says, Do not practice homosexuality. Having sex with another man as with a woman is a detestable sin. <sighs> hilap talaga, Lord. But a little bit context muna para mas madali. Context noon, kasi di ba ang prevailing norm, pagan rituals. There were certain pagan practices that there was a mainstay cultic prostitute. There was a prostitute at the temple. So for example, you're praying for harvest and you want to, to offer a sacrifice, you must have pay and have sex with the 
cultic prostitute. And it will be regardless of the gender of the cultic prostitute. So homosexual acts are happening whether people are inclined to it or not. That's the context of this verse, just for you to understand. But today, we want to make it clear that people who, have, who are homosexuals and have same-sex attractions, first and foremost, you are also children of God. And if you are a child of God, therefore God loves you and wants to journey and bless you. So the fact is here and the truth is here. The physical sexual act between the same genders is a sin. But being homosexual or being attracted to the same gender is not a sin. Okay? Malino po. In the Catechism of the Catholic Church, ito po yung sinabi nila. Number 2358. Marami pa yung mga, mga ano, verses. You could actually read up more if you want to know more about this. But I, I just wanted to quote this part. Ang sabi doon, They must be accepted with respect, compassion, and sensitivity. Even signs, every sign of unjust discrimination in their regard should be avoided. These persons are called to fulfill God's will in their lives, and if they are Christians, to unite the sacrifice of the Lord's cross, the difficulties that they may encounter. So why am I saying this? Because probably kahit ako po, when I was new in my faith, I was confused on how to really address this matter and this issue. But as I mature, I feel that God's message for you, if you are a homosexual or an SSA right now, we have servants like that who have been struggling with that but have found their joy and their life and their meaning and a full life with Jesus in the community, doing their profession and being excellent. But to those here, I want to address you today on behalf probably of the people that have bullied you the, or your your titos, titas, uncles, aunties, parents, teachers, colleagues that have discriminated you or made you feel that your existence is wrong, that your person is wrong, I'd like to apologize on behalf of them. Don't get me wrong, we're not lowering our standards. I believe your call is to chastity and purity. But I always believe that your journey must always start with acceptance, love, Genuine love from the community, from the people around you, and from God. Amen? Amen. I want to declare that you are not a failure. You are beautiful. You are amazing, and your divine calling is the same as mine. He calls you to follow Him, to live a great life, and be a blessing to the world. Amen. Example number four. Against all sexual perversion. Leviticus chapter 18, verse 23 says, A man must not defile himself by having sex with an animal, and the woman must not offer herself to a male animal to have an intercourse with it. This is a perverse act. Grabe talaga, guys, no? Parang kung nanonood ka na Netflix, ito 18 plus na mga palabas, no? So, perversions back then, again, they were having sex with animals, it's because part again of the pagan rituals, just to give you a context. But today, I believe modern versions of the perversion still happen. And the number one perversion is this, pornography. Do you know that the porn industry is almost triple or quadruple than the Hollywood industry in valuation? 
And if Hollywood makes 450 movies a year, Bollywood, di ba? Bollywood, yung may ganun-ganun, alam niyo yun, di ba? 1,000 movies a year. But the porn world creates 13,000 movies a year. So shocking facts, but I am also macro level. I also want to give a micro level perspective because I've, I'm, I've been struggled, I have struggled with porn also in my life. I started watching those when I was a teenager because I grew up in the culture. Na alam mo yon yung mga tito mo, mga pinsan mo, oh, no, tiny to, Betamax, maalala man yun na age ko, no, Betamax, may, may, may kahon sa ilalim ng kama, yung tatay mo, hanapin mo. Diba? Pag inangat mo yung kotsyon, may mga magazine, diba? Funny comics, gano'n. Eh. So, hanggang sa na-renew na ako kay Lord, I've been struggling with it, hanggang eventually, eto ah, bottom line message, men. Because I think this is a weakness mostly for men, but some women, but mostly for men. You know what? It's the long-term damage of it. You wanna ask me what? Louder, please. What's that? I believe it's this. It takes away your resolve to do the hard work. In all aspects. Because it's, it's a quick fix. Instant gratification that feels good, pleasurable, in no time. I noticed that. My performance at school, my performance at work, when I'm stressed, I'm quick fix. No resolve already to work on the things that matter. In my relationships back then, no resolve already to work on properly caring for my girlfriend. That's my experience. So, if it can be avoided, can be stopped altogether, I think that is why it's part of God's law. Next perversion is this, casual sex. I believe I want to address this especially for the single people. Single people, ngiti kayo sa akin. Ayan, mga nakamask yung iba. So pag medyo guilty kang ngiti ka rin sa akin, ay, day, wag na. baka naman ikaw, tingnan mo yung katabi mo, sino yung nakangiti? Kasi it's the time and age of FUBU. You know FUBU? Siyempre, hindi ko pwede sabihin dito, di ba? You know Momol? You know Friends with Benefits? Di ba? But I, I tell you, it can never be casual because it's sacred. Ang tamang position lang ng sex is actually in marriage. For you to fulfill its God-given beauty and design. Because sex isn't just a biological act, but a highly spiritual act. Lifelong marriage is the only place for sex. And practical tip, boyfriends and girlfriends, kung meron kayong magkasama ngayon, magkasama kayo ngayon, hawakan mo yung, hawakan yung kamay ng isa't isa. Sabi mo sa kanya, it takes two to tango, three to mambo, and everybody to party. <laughs> It's a team effort. You with each other and God Kasi there will be times that other person is weak. There will be other times that other person is weak. Sana naman, wag dumating yung panahon na parehas kayong weak. Pag parehas kayong weak, nandyan si Lord. Dasal kayo. Dasal muna kayo. Okay? And here's this. The Catholic Church says that the te- teaches us that all acts of sexual intercourse in order to reach their most authentic God-given meaning must be both unitive... Bringing the couple closer to 
to each other and to God and procreative. Ito yung sinabi ko kanina. Open to the possibility of new life being conceived. Because alam nyo, in reality, parang common Filipino Filipino norm is that kasi parang alam naman eh, kahit yung mga nanay natin, mga lola natin, alam naman natin na talagang minsan di na iwasan yan. Ang tawag nga nila dyan, bugso ng mga damdamin at mga hormones, di ba? So minsan, ang normal na sinasabi ng mga magulang, huwag kang magkakamali, ah. huwag, huwag kang mabubuntis. Di ba? Pero in that way, it's like saying na Gawin mo lahat, iwasan mo lang mabuntis. Pero we want to change it according to what God is calling it. Because that is only addressing the procreative nature, di ba? Procreate. Kung hindi kayo ang mag-asawa, don't procreate. Parang ganyan sinasabi. But there is a consequence, another consequence of sex. That is the unitive factor. And I want to illustrate it by doing this. I'll show you this paper. Say, for example, this is you. And... The other paper, this is your partner. To give a very quick analogy, sex is actually like glue. So when you decide to do it, you take the glue, using Versace on the floor, your body is a wonderland, take the glue, when you hold your body close to mine I wanna hold you in my arms forever ayan, nalalaman yung age ko talaga sa mga kanta ko eh no? hindi ko alam kantahin yung iba eh diba? at dahil parang cooking show po ito matagal matuyo, naghanda na tayo ng tuyo na <laughs> hindi yun yung point guys ng analogy ha, ba't dyan kayo pumapalakpak This is what happens. Boyfriend, girlfriend kayo, something happened. Fubo kayo, something happened. Boyfriend, girlfriend, na-realize mo, toxic yung relationship, you have to get out. Fubo kayo, nagkahiwalay na kayo ng location, di na convenient, di na practical. Okay. Hiwalay tayo. Hira pala nito, guys. Practice ko to actually. Parang mas madali nung kahapon. Eh. Ayan. Diba? Even if you carefully try to take it out. Take it out. Wala bang ano to? Time lapse, guys. Parang TikTok, ganun. Ayan. Sorry. Notice what happened. Certain parts of you, of this white paper, stuck to the pink one. And certain parts of the pink one stuck with the other person. So imagine if, dahil nangyari na, wala naman ng point i-restrain. You found a new fubu. You have a new boyfriend. More demanding, more toxic. Kaway kayo, hiwalay kayo. Another person came in your life. This also applies even to the SSA, sa another person. Hanap mo sa social media app, yung may swipe-swipe, di ba? After a while of doing this over and over again, this is what happens to you. That's why it's a reality 
when when I when I counsel people, when I, people consult me and they have been in sexual trouble or they have lived a promiscuous life, they always say, I feel that my life is incomplete. I feel that I, my life is disorganized. Why is it this way? Because in reality, certain portions of your being, your soul, has been transferred to someone ripped apart from you. And you carry a lot of broken pieces also from other people that are not intended to be there. Probably their hurts, their traumas also you bring with you. So that's how it destroys you. Why am I sharing this to you? Because at one point in my life, I was like this. Broken. Because I came from a broken family, self-worth issues. I, te- I retor- retorted to porn, promiscuous life, jumping from relationship to casual sex. And you know, want to know a fun fact? When Brother Odie got married, his wedding day, I was there standing beside him as the bride walked in. And as his bride is walking in, the door opened. I started. Ako yung naiyak, guys. Unang-una, dahil nasa isip ko, shucks, Lord, paano ko ma-afford tong ganito kamahal na wedding? <laughs> That's one. But the other thing is this, I was telling God, Lord, will I ever deserve something good as this eventually in my life? Take note, nililigawan ko pa lang yung wife ko back then. So, I was asking God, Lord, do I deserve something as good as this? Because I get to witness it firsthand in Brother Odey's wedding. And fast forward today, I can say with you with 100% confidence that the Lord is very good. That in my journey, in striving to move closer to Him, He has blessed me with a wonderful family, a beautiful wife, a beautiful baby girl. And I'm here to tell you today that it does not end with me. He wants to do this for everyone. Regardless of gender orientation or anything. He wants you to experience life to the full. I love the verse where Jesus was, where Jesus saved the adult, adult, the, the adulterer, the woman. Do you know that? Diba? Parang the leaders brought her, sabi, Lord, tingnan mo to, oh. Tingnan mo siya, Lord, oh. Ang daming kulay, hindi na namin mabilang. Ang sabi ni Moses, batuhin, patayin. Anong sabi ni Jesus? Let the one with no sin cast the first stone. So the woman was ready. After a while, she noticed no stone was coming in. She looked around. And the Lord told her, Where are your accusers? Didn't even one of them condemn you? No, Lord. She said. And Jesus said, Neither do I. Go and sin no more. Amen. Can you all stand up? Can you all stand up and clap to God? And today, this is God will, what will God will do to you today? He will take away every piece that is not meant to be there, one by one. Your worries, your fears, your pain, your trauma, your wounds, your neediness. He will bring back things that are actually part of that. Return your goodness, your self-discipline, your worth, your dignity. 
He will return it one by one until there will come a point you will not recognize this paper anymore because it has returned to something like this already. This is God's invitation for you today that new life can happen. You may have broken the rules for so long and you feel that I'm unworthy, Lord, today. But God is telling you today, more than my rules, my love is greater. Your journey always starts at the door of my heart where mercy overflows. If you feel that God is speaking to you today to end that relationship that you must end, to start following Him, it may not happen in an instant. I tell you this, it may take years. But I invite you to come here every single Sunday. Offer yourself to God every time we do this until you will reach a point that you can say that, Lord, you are enough. I can let go of this unintended things, these useless things that give me a quick fix, these useless things that give me short-lived pleasure because I know now of your true joy, genuine 100% joy, joy that cannot be taken away by anything, joy that cannot be shaken by challenges and temptation, joy that is guilt-free and life-giving. If you want that, raise your hands as we sing and worship God because God wants to heal you today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Subscribe to Feast Radio and open yourself to God's grace. For more podcasts like these, visit feast.ph radio.